0: Uh, Today we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent, and it's helpful for us to remember what the word Advent means, literally, which is coming. And so Advent is a season where we wait for the coming of the Lord, and we think about this in several ways. First of all, we wait for the coming of the Lord at Christmas, or our remembrance of the Lord's coming into our, our lives, coming into this world by taking on human flesh and being born in Bethlehem. So that's one very important coming of the Lord that we, that we celebrate at Christmas and we prepare our hearts to do so during the Advent season. But the church also invites us to reflect on the other ways that the Lord comes. One of which is uh, what we are talking about in today's gospel, which is the Lord's coming at the end of our life. Or it could be at the end of the world. When, whenever our judgment happens, which could be if, we, if, if it happens within our lifetimes at the, the end of the world, at the second coming of Christ, or it could be at, our own, at the time of our own death. Whenever it happens, and it will happen for each of us, someday, we don't know the hour nor the day, we'll meet the Lord, uh, we'll encounter him. And so in today's gospel, Jesus is telling his disciples that they have to be watchful and alert. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. In other words, find you not doing what you're supposed to do. So this is good, good for us to reflect on. When we, when we meet the Lord at the end of our life, uh, we, want, we want to be ready to meet him. Uh, this is why it's actually such a grace when, when somebody finds out that they're, that they're going to die. Uh, When when there's a a terminal diagnosis of some sort, we don't always think of that as a blessing, but actually in terms of readiness to meet the Lord at our death, what a blessing to know that I have a year left, or six months left, or five years left. What What a great blessing. Because then that helps me to focus on the most important thing, which is eternal life with God helps me to be ready for that day, so that when they, that day comes, I am ready. A lot of times we talk about how we'd, we'd much rather pass away in our sleep with little or no warning, but that might not be the best thing for our soul if we don't know that it's coming, we don't have time to prepare for that. Could actually be the worst thing that could happen to a person to pass away without any preparation whatsoever. So on this first first Sunday of Advent, the church gives us this this, uh, meditation for us. How are we waiting for the Lord? Are we waiting with vigilance? Jesus uses in today's gospel this image that he often uses in the gospel. It's this image where uh, servants are left waiting for the Lord to return, and they don't know when he's going to show up. So they simply have to wait with vigilance and with watchfulness and attentiveness, so that when the Lord returns, they're not sleeping, but they're, they're doing what they ought to do. They're obediently serving him. I can't help but think of uh, times in my life, especially when I was younger, when I was younger, and my parents would be gone. Sometimes it would be like when we're on summer vacation and mom was at work, dad was outside. We had a list of chores to do. We didn't know exactly when mom was going to be home. We did know that she was going to want everything done by the time that she was home. And there would be punishment if that wasn't the case. So then the challenge became to try to wait as long as possible to start, but that you, but, but you would still finish by the time that she got home, but you didn't know exactly when she was going to get home. So then it became a little bit difficult. So sometimes mom would get home and we were not ready for her and the lawn would not be mowed. Uh, there'd be dishes all over the counter and, um, and there was consequences then when we were not ready for her to get back. Today, I was, I, or this morning, I was listening to the Holy Father's reflection on this Gospel. Uh, he was talking about this at his at his Angelus address this morning, and he was talking about the difference between servants who fear their master and so are obedient to him out of fear, and servants who love their master, and so are obedient to their master out of a desire to to serve and to please. It's very interesting to think about what a difference that would make. So for instance, we hear this gospel today about the man who's traveling abroad, maybe he's on a, a long business trip, uh, obviously, he's a wealthy man with a lot of affairs. He has servants, so he places his servants in charge. But they don't know exactly when he's going to be back, and it's their job to work diligently doing what they're supposed to be doing while he's gone. It doesn't say that they have to fear their master's return. In fact it would probably be a lot more comfortable for everybody if they loved their master and they were excited for him to get back. And so if they were excited for their master to get back, then that would change the, how it felt to do the work while the master was gone. It would be something that they weren't doing out of mere obligation or out of fear for doing something wrong or not doing it correctly but rather because they want to do it well for their master. They're devoted to him. Um, I wish that I could say that at home when we were doing chores before mom got home, we were doing them always out of our devotion towards her and never out of the fear of what was going to happen if we did not have them done by the time we get home. We, she got home. Of course, we, do, we did and continue to love our mother very much. But how different it is to, to do our work out of love for the one that we're doing it rather than out of fear for the one that we're doing it or out of mere obligation. Even we could ask the question like coming to Mass this morning. As Catholics, we haven't. As Christians, we have an obligation to worship God every Sunday and to do that within his, his family, his, his, his body, the church. We have an obligation to be here on Sunday. What a, what a blessing this obligation is for us. Puts us into direct contact with our Lord. It's amazing that we have that privilege to be in correct direct contact with Jesus in the sacraments. But we might, have a different, we might all have different attitudes towards being here. Some might be here because they fear what will happen if they don't come here. They fear um, mortal sin. Or fear the pains of hell. Uh, the spiritual and eternal consequences of when we commit a serious sin and are neglectful, seriously neglectful in our relationship with God. Some may be here because it's an obligation. It's just what we have to do. And some might be here because of love, because they love Jesus, and this is where they meet him. And so we, we want to be here. It's, it's certainly better to be here out of fear than not to be here at all. And it's certainly better to be here out of obligation than not to be here at all. But what's the disposition that God is hoping for in our hearts? What does God hope for? He doesn't just hope that I'm here in body, but he's glad if we're here in body. But of course, he doesn't just love our body, he loves our hearts and our souls as well. What's the disposition that he's hoping for in our heart? as we come to Sunday Mass. My guess, as a good and loving parent, that he's actually hoping that we come here out of love and, and devotion, and that we want to be here, that we want to meet him here. I think it touches his heart when his children respond out of love To their obligations and not just out of fear or because we have to do it. You know, we experience this kind of thing in other areas of our life. Like, for instance, when we have to take care of somebody, maybe it's our parents when they get older. Do we have an obligation towards our parents? 100%. It's the fourth commandment honor thy father and and thy mother. That doesn't, that doesn't stop at 18 but continues uh, for the rest of our life even after our parents die we have an obligation to give them a funeral mass to pray for them in death so does it might it sometimes feel as we're performing the necessary services for our parents helping them as they get older might that sometimes feel like an obligation sure but, of course, what we want is that that sense of obligation would be transformed into love. And that we would not merely be fulfilling an obligation, but we would actually be serving them out of, out of love. It's important to remember that this, this transcends feelings. And I think one of the most, if we want to understand the Mass, the Holy Mass one thing that we have to understand is that the purpose of the Mass is not to generate good feelings in us. Rather, the purpose of the Mass is for us to receive and participate in the divine life. We encounter God here. And sometimes we show up to Mass and it's a bad day. This morning after Mass, I was greeting a family at Holy Family, and uh, I could tell they were just lingering a little bit. And, uh, and I said, gosh, how, how's it going this morning? And, um, and they looked at me and said, it's a pretty tough week. Mom died this week. And I, I knew their mom, but I didn't know that it was their mom. I knew the lady, but I don't know who everybody is still. So then we were able to talk about it a little bit, but they felt sad all during Mass. And that's okay. Mass isn't about changing our feelings because love isn't a feeling. Love is a choice that we have to serve the person in front of us and to to choose their good, to to do what we ought to do for them. In the very same way, our showing up for Mass. Again, it doesn't matter if we don't have the feelings to do it. it. doesn't matter if we're sad or happy or tired. It's nice to be happy in a good mood any day, especially on Sundays, but, but when we come here, we don't come to have particular feelings. We come here because it's love. God, who's love, who's inviting us here We who are his children, trying to respond to him out of love, just as you serve your parents in their old age, are you obliged to do so? Yes, but you want to do it out of love. The same for us here. Here we are. Because we love God. As we mature, our service towards our parents, just to keep, just to stay on this this metaphor, when, I, when we're very young, we probably serve out of fear of our parents. When we get a little bit older, we probably serve less out of fear. What are they going to do to us anyway that's so bad? And more out of obligation. But the Lord's really inviting that service to become a service of love. How much, so, how much is that true of our spiritual life too? When we bring our children here, drag them into the car. Yes, you're going maybe maybe they're they're going out of fear and eventually maybe they fight a little bit less and now they're going out of obligation but of course the lord wants us to come out of love not just out of fear not just out of out of obligation but out of love so brothers and sisters what a what a beautiful thing for us to think about today our own relationship with god And that's what Advent is all about. What's our relationship with God like? Do we think about him at all? If we do think about him, is it because we fear him? Or because we're merely obliged to? Or have we been touched by love? And love draws us back to him. And keeps us coming back over and over again. He comes to us, we come to him. It's okay if we're in the stage in our life where it's just fear, if it's just obligation. We don't want it to stay there. It's hard to sustain a faith if it's just fear, if it's just obligation. Today we can ask God for the grace to love him and to respond to his coming to us with love.